Hey everyone, welcome into this Friday State Playoff edition of the End Zone Podcast. WTFC Sports Director Jake Wallace alongside Lindsey Goff with you as we go into the second round of the State Playoffs in the state of Georgia. We go into the quarterfinals in South Carolina public and we've got a pair of state title games in South Carolina private school coming up on Saturday. We'll take a look at both of those games coming up here a little bit later, but Lindsay, you want to talk about some games tonight, mm-hmm. and we've got some good ones right here at home, including another rivalry showdown for a spot in the Elite Eight in the Class A private bracket. Savannah Christian going over to Saunders Field to take mm-hmm. on undefeated Savannah Country Day. Yeah, um, we've we've talked a lot about these two teams throughout the year, and it seems like they keep getting rivalry matchups, and they keep meaning more and more, and obviously this one, the most high stakes yet winner goes winner continues loser goes home excuse me yeah i mean we 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 had savannah christian and calvary last week in in the first round of the state playoffs and and the raiders were able to get the win there and get the sweep over calvary and now christian gonna look for a little bit of revenge on the hornets who beat Mm -hmm. them uh, about a month ago october 25th it was 35 21 the hornets won to clinch the region uh or a spot in the region title game and get a, a win over their rival. The Raiders can return the favor tonight and end the season of the Hornets. This Hornets team feels a lot like almost a team of destiny. They've done so many things this year that they haven't done for a long time, including winning a regional championship, and they're undefeated heading into this matchup, so it'll be a fun one to watch. Yeah, and you look at the, these two teams and, and what they have, and, and you kind of, I mean, at this point you know what you're going to get, and both these to- teams know who they are, and what they're going to get, especially after just playing uh, less than a month ago. But, it, you know, Markel Brown had a, had 145 yards and two touchdowns last week. The The Raider offense is going to run through him. And for Country Day, it, it's the Barry Klein-Peter show. He's got a lot of weapons over there. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, don't misconstrue what I'm saying. But And he uses them well. Right, but if, if he leads the offense and plays well, uh, they're going to do just fine. Klein Peter threw for three touchdowns in the win over Christian uh, earlier this month. So that'll lead the show tonight on the end zone. I'll have that one over at Saunders Field. Um, the winner onto the Elite Eight and uh, will be the last team standing in terms of the Class A private uh, schools here in Savannah. So another game that we'll be watching tonight um, is Dawson County at Jenkins. The Warriors will be at home again. Uh, they shut out at Daresville last week, a game that they were expected to win. They did what they were expected to do, uh, 41-0 last week. But this is a Dawson County team kind of coming in after an upset. They beat Westminster last week. Um, Westminster ranked 10th in the state. Dawson County crushed them 27-3. So... Lindsay, you've seen this Jenkins team a few times. Mm-hmm. What are you, it should be no surprise that they are where they are. Can they get back to the state quarterfinals? I certainly think it's possible, and I obviously know more about Jenkins than I do Dawson County. Uh, but Jenkins has a strong defense; they'll hit you in the mouth. And uh, 
Demasio Harris, mm-hmm. a talent. So those two things combined, I think, puts Jenkins in a good spot heading into this matchup, and certainly being at home doesn't hurt anything either. Yeah, Jenkins looking for their third straight state quarterfinal appearance. Um, and you mentioned that defense allowing less than a touchdown a game, 6.9. Uh, points per game, nice, a very nice total, the fewest in class AAA. This Warrior team seems determined. They seem confident, not in a swaggerly, overly overt way. They got a little swag. No, 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 not (laughs) saying they don't, but it's it's a confidence more than a cockiness. Yes, it is. And I think that they know that they have a really good team. They know that they have a chance to go deep. Um I don't think they're going to let anybody sneak up on them at all. So that'll be a game we'll have on the end zone tonight, of course, Dawson County Jenkins. Benedictine at Cedar Grove, the other one in Class AAA, will have that one from Decatur tonight. And then another game that I'm going to that I'm kind of I'm really interested to see, Lanier at Richmond Hill. Uh, the Wildcats playing their best football. They've won six games in a row, mm-hmm. hosting seventh-ranked Lanier in Class 6A. The Longhorns have won ten games survived the first round, had to block a Sprayberry extra point late in the fourth quarter to get out with a one-point win. I This will be a test for Richmond Hill. This Lanier team is mm-hmm. really good. You know, this our region in Class 6A um, is facing a really tough Friday slate with Brunswick and Glen Academy both on the road and Richmond Hill hosting this Lanier team. I did the math last week. I think it's like thirty-one and two, or thirty-two and and one. Bad. Some the combined records good. of these three teams that our region two six A teams are facing uh, tonight. But this is a, a a test for Richmond Hill, and if they can get past it, I think you'll see them start to really show that confidence that they've earned this mm-hmm. season and winning a, re- a region title for the first time in 23 years and and having a, a home second round playoff game it's going to be a good crowd you know that it's just going to be a matter of can they execute enough to win I showed up last week at halftime and it wasn't raining and I got out for the third quarter and it started pouring so the weather's certainly on their side this week mm-hmm. and uh, the fans turned out despite the cold rain last week so if they sit through that I'm sure they'll come out tonight yeah, and Lanier was, uh, you know, in the Final Four last year. So this is a really good football team, and um, Richmond Hill's got a, a tall task ahead of them. But if they can win, it would certainly um, be an accomplishment for this Wildcat team to Absolutely. get to the state quarterfinals. All right, so we've got the high school football playoffs tonight, and mm-hmm. then we've got high school football state finals Saturday in Columbia, the Skiza State Finals. Two games happening, both with – area teams of interest and it starts at one o'clock with the single a title game thomas hayward against bethesda we'll get to that one in a second but we want to talk first about class double a we want to talk first about hilton head christian trinity burns trinity burns out of darlington in the state title game hilton head christian's on an 11 game win streak they had Mm -hmm. to come back last week against florence christian uh the defending state champs to get there but this Eagle team out of Hilton Head is they can score 42 points a game on offense. They're averaging. Um, but this Trinity Burns team is really good. They are really, really good, seeking their first state title. They've won 12 in a row. Hard to be the team on the, the smallest winning streak 
when you have 11 games like Hilton Head Christian does, but Trinity <laughs> Burns has won 12 in a row, and they've scored 40-plus in each of those 12. Well, you know, I think Hilton Head Christian's certainly going to want to snap that, put yeah. an end to that tomorrow. Yeah. Basically, Saturday. Basically, Wait, tomorrow is Saturday, yes. Tomorrow is Saturday. <laughs> basically, what, what we're saying is expect points on the board. Definitely. They're going to light up. Saturday in Columbia as Hilton Head Christian and Trinity Burns go for the uh, state title. In the single-A game, you get Thomas Hayward – and Bethesda, mm-hmm. two region rivals going at it. Uh, for Thomas Hayward, the, a state title appearance, nothing new. They'll be making their 15th on Saturday, seeking their ninth title. They won their eighth all-time last season. For Bethesda, it's a little different. The program started 15 years ago or so in their second state championship game on Saturday, seeking their first state title. Now, it's Bethesda who won the region title. They beat Thomas Hayward 28-16 back on October 18th. I was at that one. You were at that one. Both of these teams are really good. Yep. Both of these teams have a lot of experience. Thomas Hayward more so in this spot. But, and, and, and once again, two teams that know each other well. They're region rivals. They, they play each other every year with high stakes. This one just bump it up a little bit Uh, this Bethesda team does not want to be denied either Uh, I've seen them a few times this year they go out they do what they do they score points they create turnovers um they've won a lot of games by a lot this season so it'll be interesting to see this rematch now that they've seen each other once and there's a lot more on the line this time around I kind of looked at at this thing as, as kind of a battle of experience and perseverance um, Thomas Hayward's going to come in with, um, they're, they're the state power. They're the, the perennial team. They're always expected to be here. And this is a Bethesda team that is kind of new to the scene in, especially in South Carolina, mm-hmm. but new on the scene in terms of football, in terms of their program's existence. And they've just kind of willed themselves here. So should be a really good game tomorrow and that's especially what Bethesda head coach Antoine Turner expects spoke with him earlier right after practice in Columbia uh, to get his thoughts on his Blazers chances in tomorrow's state title game take a listen coach you've won nine straight games your only loss this season is to another team competing for a state title on Saturday tell me what's made this team special what what's made this run to the title game special well, I think the, the coaches have worked extremely hard with the players uh, all the way back from football camp and, you know, working in summer workouts and doing FCA camps. You know, the guys have really worked extremely hard. And, you know, we've always talked about our motto is it's not how you start, but it's how you finish. This year, or this year's model was no doubt. And sometimes the issue is not that we don't have the ability, is that we don't believe in what we have. And this year, these guys actually believe they're working hard. We believe that regardless of what what adversity we face, we can overcome. And these guys are really proven through the brotherhood and coming together as one that we can overcome adversity and all obstacles. And so it's really been a good opportunity to see these guys, you know, play and, uh, and fight and pull out the hard victories. You've got an opponent on Saturday and Thomas Hayward that you know well. You beat him earlier this year, your closest win this season. But everybody knows this this Rebel team. Eight state championships, 15 state title appearances on Saturday. What do you know about Thomas Hayward and what they're going to try and do on Saturday? Well, we, 
you know, as of late, since we beat them the first time, they've actually put one of their bigger kids at quarterback, Kusha, and they're going to try to ground and pound us this week. And so uh, we have to be ready to stand our ground. We have to be ready to hold the line, hold the line of scrimmage, and uh, it's going to be a big test for us. Uh, they look a lot different this time than they did before. They, of course, on a three- or four-game winning streak and, you know, beat a really good PD Academy team. Uh, and, of course, they're – so right now they're the returning champion. So in order to be the champion, you got to beat the champion. So we'll be faced again with a lot of adversity, uh, but we believe we're ready. Did you know that you guys had state title potential in camp? Was it during the season that you felt like we could make a run at this thing? Well, we we believe in football camp as we we continue to press our way. We've had some adversity. We had some kids that started with us that didn't finish with us, and uh, and it was very difficult. But you know, we talked about it camp at FCA, why not us? And we had a really good nucleus group that we believe if we go out and we really play at 100%, that great things can happen. And so, you know, we believe and we wanted to incite that same measure of belief within our guys. And uh, so it's hard to say that we saw ourselves penciled in the state championship game, but I can tell you, we were going to believe every week that we were going to be the best team on the field. And so our goal was to get back to the region and win the region championship. And our goal was to host the first round of the playoffs. And, and our third goal was to win the state title. And so uh, we we really wanted to talk to our guys about really believing. And they bought into it. And so to see them in action now and to really uh, have an opportunity to make that dream a reality is amazing to watch. You've got an absolute stud in Jaden Wright. Over 1,700 rushing yards, 26 touchdowns on the ground this year. What? How much fun is coaching him, and what does he bring to your offense? Well, you know, he's, uh, again, you talk about adversity. You know, he had an ankle injury on last year, and, and he also had split time with a lot of running backs. Well, this year we don't have a lot of those backs back this year, and I looked at him, and, and he said, Coach, I'm ready to carry. I'm ready to carry the team. I'm ready to get more carries. And I said, well, son, you're going to get your wish. And uh, it's just fun just to watch him really in action, work hard. And, you know, he's really been in the weight room. He's really uh, have bought into our system and our process. And to see him have the success that he's having is, is, is awesome. He actually broke last week. He broke our school record. With uh, He now is at 2,167 yards and 35 touchdowns. And it's just amazing, I mean, because he's been our only running back this year and uh, has done an outstanding job. This would be your first state title if you win on Saturday for this Bethesda program. What would it mean to you? What would it mean to your school to be able to claim a state football championship? It means a lot. You know, we started this program. We were fortunate enough that I was in a position to start it in 2004 uh, with our president, was Dr. Tribble at the time. And to see us move from eight-man football to now 11-man football, you know, and to see us transition – you know, uh, one other coach, Coach Clevin Thompson, has been our defense coordinator, and he's been with us as well. Just to be able to see this program excel from then to now, you know, with the matter of uh, 17 years, uh, it's just awesome. You know, uh, it's just awesome to see all 15 years, I'm sorry, awesome to witness, and it's just great just to be a part of. Uh, we have a great staff now, and we have a great team, and it's just, uh, just to see them just live out the model. It's not how you start, it's how you finish. It's just awesome. So we, we believe we have the potential to do it, and uh, I think it means everything for Bethesda and for what Bethesda means to the community. Bethesda and Thomas Hayward, 1 o'clock Saturday in Columbia for the class, Skeezas Class A State Championship. Coach, appreciate the time. Good luck. We'll see you on Saturday. Thanks so much for your time.
Okay, so like I said, that'll be a 1 o'clock game tomorrow. Bethesda against Thomas Hayward, and then Hilton Head Christian and Trinity Burns go at it at 6 o'clock from Charlie Johnson Stadium on the campus of Benedict College. We'll be in, there for both. In Columbia. You will be there for both. You'll have reports um, from both games coming up on the news on Saturday. Going to be a really fun Friday night. Weather's supposed to be good. Maybe a little chilly, but no rain. Um, and high-stakes games all over the area. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I'm very thankful for the no rain. Yeah, so be sure to, <laughs> to join us tonight on the End Zone 11:20 During the news at 11, we'll have highlights, scores, and a recap from all of our state playoff games for all of our area teams. We'll also do a little more look ahead to tomorrow's Skiza State Finals and as well as looking ahead to the next round once we have all those final scores in. So yep. Lindsay and I will be with you tonight at 1120. Thanks for listening. Be sure to join us then. We'll talk to you soon.